Um, next to the, the stage, I'd like to welcome another teller, I think is also a first time teller. Uh, I have Pete Braun, is that correct? Pete Braun. Pete, yeah, awesome, thank you. So uh, I am the answer to the question in your head, who's the poor bastard that follows that? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I have been coming for about three years. It's the first time I've told a story. I want to talk briefly about the junk drawer. Do you have a junk drawer in your house? So I moved to a new house about a year ago. We never picked a junk drawer, but a junk drawer just formed of its own volition. I looked in there uh, before I came out tonight. There was a, an Amon flame lighter that didn't have enough juice to, to get a flame. So it was like an Amon spark. They were like four of those double-ended wrenches that come with Ikea furniture. And there was, and I'm not, I'm not kidding you, there were a set of keys for a Ford Taurus that I last owned in 1997. <laughs> they're going to come in handy. Junk drawers fascinate me because uh, they're where we keep the things that we deem to have just enough value to not throw away, right? But not enough value to have their own place in the house. Well, I grew up in the 80s in Cleveland, and the junk drawer in my childhood home was glorious. I've never seen its equal. It was a big wide drawer in the kitchen. It was right next, we had an orange rotary on the phone. And when I was a kid, I'd just pull a chair up to it and go through it and look at all the things in there. I remember uh, there was a keychain in there and on the ring of the keychain was 10 more keychains. <laughs> there, there were poker chips everywhere. Like my parents must have bought a set of poker chips that just exploded in there. Well, I was going through it one day, and I found a button. It's about two inches around. It was white with green writing. And I'm looking at it, and it says, I are smart, I are Irish. And then it has a little shamrock. <laughs> so my mom, who is in fact half Irish, came in the kitchen, and I said, hey, mom, can I wear this to school on St. Patrick's Day? And she said, no. And I didn't push it. In the 80s, you got a lot of unexplained no's, and you just rolled with it. <laughs> I just thought, she probably wants to wear it on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> because I didn't get the joke, right? And I didn't get that joke till years later. One of those revelations you have when you're an adult and you're driving on a highway at night listening to the hum of the wheels on the road, suddenly it hits you and you go, oh. And once I got the joke, I became obsessed with understanding how this button came to be in our junk drawer. My best guess is uh, that it's from my dad. Now, my dad. I uh, was 50 when I was born, World War II vet, uh, far too old to be having children at that time. He retired when I was nine years old. And one thing he liked to do in his retirement was drive around to different junk shops and buy such treasures as this. He probably found it there. He thought he could tease my mom. He liked to tease her about being Irish or he, he felt brave about being Croatian, which is our other half. But he, uh, he probably bought it for a quarter or two bits, that's my dad's era. He calls a quarter two bits. He slapped down the two bits, got the button, probably put it on her dresser. They all had a good laugh, and by the black hole theory of junk drawers, it just made its way down there. <laughs> Not long after this, I'm in school, went to Catholic school in the suburbs of Cleveland. My teacher, Sister Joan of Arc, passes out a piece of paper for all the kids, and it's got a circle in the middle. And she explains that there's this like Catholic Spirit Week coming up, or Pride Week, the word Jubilee is in my head. And the deal was, we were all going to design a button for this, for this week, and 
Sister Ardith and Father Callahan would pick a winner, and then every kid in school, 800 kids, would get a copy of the winning button. And I was so stoked because I had it. I had the inside track on winning this thing the first time in my life. I got out a blue Crayola marker. I have terrible handwriting, still, still do, but as neatly as I can, I wrote, I are smart, I are Catholic. I brought it back to Sister Joan of Arc, and she looked at it, and she handed it back to me and just pointed at my desk. So I went back. I wasn't sure what her deal was. But I remember the IR Smart IR Irish button had a shamrock on it. So I got out a brown crayon, and underneath where I wrote IR Catholic, I drew a cross. <laughs> and to be safe, I drew a little cross on either side of it. So it was like a mini Garden of Gethsemane there at the bottom curve <laughs> of my button. I brought it back to Sister Joan of Arc, and she looked at it, and then she kind of whipped it back like with some anger. And I was like, what? And I remember she got down in my face, and she goes, I are smart? I are Catholic? I thought about it. I go, that doesn't sound right, does it? But my kid logic at the time was, this isn't a joke. It was, this is a mistake that got past the proofreader at the button factory. (laughs) (laughs) So I got out my Crayola and very carefully drew a blue square over the word R in each sentence. And then on top of it, kind of like an athlete stepping up on the podium, I wrote the word am. So my button now said, I am smart, I am Catholic. Crucifixion. (laughs) So when I turned this in, she accepted it. Begrudgingly, she accepted it and told me to go read something at my desk. I was always disappointing my teachers in ways I didn't understand. But whatever her deal was, I was like, she'll come around when I win this contest. So about a week later, Sister Ardith, our principal on the morning announcement, she announces the name of the kid who won, drew the winning button. And it wasn't me. Some girl in the eighth grade won. And I just, I couldn't process it. I was like, how could I not, don't they know mine was based on a real button? <laughs> you know, and then I thought, well, maybe they do know. I mean, Father, Father Callahan was the most Irish guy I knew. If anyone was going to have an IR smart IR Irish button, it would be him. And I thought, maybe I'm going to get in trouble for this, right? Maybe they think this isn't an homage. I'm, I'm plagiarizing the button. You know, when you're 11, maybes build up quickly. I said, maybe they're going to call my mom. Maybe my mom's on the orange rotary right now looking in the junk drawer saying, I do believe I know where he got this idea. <laughs> so, so I decided to keep a really low profile be in the bus line. I kept my eyes down. I didn't want to catch Sister Artis' eye because I didn't want her to remember she was going to call my parents and tell them about this dirty business. <laughs> about two weeks after that, it was a Friday, I remember, we're lining up to go out to the bus line and the teachers put a copy of the winning button in each of our hands, kind of like a communion wafer. <laughs> and I remember, I closed my hand on it. I didn't want to look at it till I could get on the bus, have a little privacy. And I looked down at it. It was in maroon and gold. Those are school colors. I probably should have thought of that. (laughs) But it's in maroon and gold, and it says, catch that Catholic spirit. Catch that. So so that's a good tagline, but it's awfully similar to a major national advertising campaign Pepsi-Cola had going on at this time called the Catch That Pepsi Spirit campaign. (laughs) Remember, catch that Pepsi spirit. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, how come my button which is based on a real button, not win. And this blatant riff off is okay. And I'm looking at it in my hand, 
I'm 11 years old, and it's just dawning on me for the first time. It's, I'm like, don't the nuns drink Pepsi? Doesn't Father Callahan have a TV in that weird little house he lives in behind the church? I mean, it was like, it was as if the Catholic Church was somehow out of touch with reality. <laughs> 11 years old, I had that realization. <laughs> so I remember walking home from the bus stop with my sisters. I had two older sisters in school with me at that time. And as we got to the house, one of them said, Peter, don't lose the button. You gotta wear the button to school on Monday. That's exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> and we came in the house and we, I looked down at the button in my hand. And I looked up, and I saw the junk drawer. And I swear it called to me, come here. And I walked over to the junk drawer, and I threw the button in, because I realized at that moment that I'm a quarter Irish. And if this original button is to be believed, that makes me a quarter smart. <laughs> or two bits, as my dad would say. Thank you. for Pete. That was awesome. <laughs>